But my grandmother would sure. make it one time a year. And that was and, it. Yes. One, that's it. Don't ask anymore. <laughs> that's all you're getting. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. This is Dave with Saturday Omaha. We are here doing another Food Recognized Food episode. This time we have an awesome guest at the beautiful KIOS FM, 91.5 FM studios here. Um, I have Jasmine Dean of Good Life Charcuterie here. Jasmine, how are you? Great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Um, we are are in the palatial studios here Um it is it is a dreary night outside. You brave, yes. yeah, you like you brave the the wet and the cold and the rain and all that stuff, and and here you are. So. Yes. Thank you for having me. For food, I will be here in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. That is fantastic. That is awesome. So uh, on Food Recognized Food, of course, we want to talk to people in and around the restaurant industry about where they like to eat. But first of all, so uh, you you had reached out and we connected on Instagram. And I, I don't know a ton about Good Life Charcuterie, but... I really want to find out. And I, w- I have a question for you in a minute because I, I was looking through your pictures and stuff. And there's some cool local tie-ins with the products that you use. And that's really what like hooked me. I'm like, oh, oh. So, yeah. So, Mike, over to you. Tell me what's what's happening, what's going on, a little bit about what you do and all those good things. Yes. So, the Good Life Charcuterie, we are everywhere right now. I moved here in December of last year. Okay. And so... Um, in January, I had been doing charcuterie in Virginia Beach, but it wasn't a full-time thing. Okay. And here, you know, it was snowy, dreary. I was like, what can I do to meet the community? Um, community is huge for me. And so um, I just started doing charcuteries. Originally, it started off as just boxes because of the COVID. Sure. Um, you couldn't really do grazing tables or anything quite yet. Yeah, a little tough there. Yeah. Hand sanitizer gets in the way of that know, whole thing, I'm, too. It's, <laughs> kind of a buzzkill but we made it through and um yeah so just started working with local businesses one thing I will say about Omaha and as a military brat it everyone from Omaha is very proud to be from Omaha and they're very proud to uh, tell you like this is where you should eat I've been going here for you know my entire childhood and so I was immediately hooked to that and so I was like how can I incorporate these local businesses that I'm getting referred to into my business and at the time it was just just a side gig, just something to do for fun. Yeah. And um, we blew up. Like, for instance, we're working with Stoysich Meats, Fathead yeah. Honey at this time. Ooh. Yeah, right? <laughs> and um, it was just more, you know, we I got to know them on a friendly level and just sharing my goals. And they were like, how can we help? And so um, now we're here just serving grazing tables, meats and cheeses and boards galore to Omaha and Lincoln. That's awesome. So if if you follow Good Life Charcuterie on Instagram, you post some awesome pictures. And these Thank are like, you. You, you have different size table spreads you can lay out. How does that work? I have never done a gigantic charcuterie spread. So like, how does that happen? <laughs> what does it look like? And how do you make it look so beautiful on the table because that's part of it is, yes. you know, you eat with your eyes first. I think you look at that and you're yes. like, oh, my gosh, what am I about to get into? This is wonderful. So, yes, it's so funny you said that because that's like the number one rule is that you eat with your eyes. So we add a lot of edible florals and we want people to be taken aback when they see things. Yeah. And so our t- grazing tables, as we call them, start from three feet and beyond. We're doing a 20 foot table in a couple of weeks for Ooh. a wedding, which I'm really excited for. And just having those layers and levels of food you know it's not just a counter space we also bring tears in and so um, oh, wow. we really capitalize on eating with your eyes and having different colors and 
just making good nourishing food fun and appealing it doesn't granted we do add you know local um burgers from time to time because you i mean you can't go wrong with a burger i, I mean always yeah. right <laughs> yes right but um just having you know fruits and vegetables and jams and you know local meats and honey incorporated into like a beautiful affair like a wedding or bridal shower um there's a lot of beauty in that so yeah. it's it's really fun yeah and to make all those different colors pop and yes. and you know i think classically when people think charcuterie of course they think like sliced meats but you're exactly. putting all sorts of other stuff on there and that's interesting you said like edible florals mm-hmm. so um you know if you watch some of the the food network competitions or whatever you always get the, the you get somebody makes this plate and they put a you know a rock on there or something like that and the judge <laughs> yes. is like why are you putting something i can't eat on my plate yeah. so besides the serving vessels and tiers and things mm-hmm. so is almost everything like Pretty edible much. typically on the yes. table and so i will say as a disclaimer where we may have, you know, certain greenery from time to time. We sure. try to tuck that under um, the butcher's paper and just tell people, you know, you probably shouldn't eat this. Uh, <laughs> you won't die, but it won't be appealing. It won't be appealing. But, you know, I have surrounded myself with some great chefs in this area, and they've yeah. taught me things like, why don't you do candied roses or chamomile? Oh. And so um, by the end of the event, I want to see, and I have seen, seen it a lot of times, everything's gone. And so you can, like, to answer your question, yes, you can pretty much eat 90% of everything. Wow. So, wow, that's really cool. So how does the, for doing a charcuterie, because, you know, how does the prep work? I'm kind of interested in that because, you know, I've I've cooked dinner before. I've taken pepperoni out of the package and eaten it. But you're doing so much more. So, like, how does the, you know, when you do candied roses or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, can you talk me through, like, the prep process and also how your mind designs these tables mm-hmm. to make them look eye-catching and stunning. Yes. I will. At this point, I think I have, there's a method to the ma- madness. And I used to, when I was first started, I was so nervous. I would literally like plan everything out and write it down. And now it's just, you just get the flow of things. Yeah. And um, with the power of social media and Instagram, I follow a lot of people that inspire me. Sure. Um, and I'm able to incorporate my ideas with theirs, with their permission, of course. But just, you know, not instead of just throwing down a piece of meat, learning how to fold it or making a salami rose, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, just adding those textures really is, I mean, just being creative. That's one of those things that I just love doing and I'm able to express myself in that way. But to answer your question, the prep is probably two days before. Yeah. Or like for us to set up um, in two hours or less. Wow. <laughs> so I can bring everything in and, you know, especially for weddings or big events, it can be a little chaotic. So I've learned to prep what I can beforehand. Like the candied roses are going to take a couple days. Sure. Um, but then at the end you, you have a timed limit and you're like, okay, let's do all this and get it done. But um, now there is a method to the madness, whatever feels right. Um, yeah. I like to take pride in that. Not every grazing table is the same and sure. they have the same, amount of food and things like that, but it's never going to be the same as someone else's. Your grazing table comes from the heart and it's for you. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That custom design. And actually, I really like the word grazing table. So Mm -hmm. this is Saturday Omaha. And, (laughs) you know, grazing on food for a while sounds sounds really nice. Like, (laughs) it's just pleasant. Um, But, you know, knowing a little bit about like the catering world, Mm -hmm. there's so much 
prep and things that go hand. So like you said, so when you show up and you can you can execute, you know, if you're a caterer, you've got like hot boxes and mm-hmm. you're putting your stuff in there. And I, I've read that they do some interesting things even within these like steamers, these hot boxes where they know where different temperatures are. So they put different foods in different places. So what what are you don't have to give me all the industry secrets, <laughs> but maybe what are some of those things that you do? on that prep mm-hmm. so that when you show up, because like you said, not only do you have like two hours or whatever, but you've got a wedding. It's an event that's happening yeah. and you've had to bring everything in, including all the decorations and everything, I'm assuming. So like, mm-hmm. like give me some insider uh, moves well, there. First thing, chop up as much as you can. You know, if you're able to cut carrots or cucumbers, do that so you don't have to do it there. Yeah. Um, that cuts off at least an hour of your time. As far as the meats, make sure they're stored separately. Um, and I, again, mentioning the chefs I work with, we did a gala last week, and I thought I had the catering method down packed. They had all these containers and things like that, and I learned so much as far as like what to do for where to put this food and how to store it in that correct way. But I will say the biggest thing, especially with charcuterie, and it's been a luxury because I don't have to cook things cutting thing like cut as mm. many fruits and vegetables as you can mm-hmm. um as long as they don't go bad and things like of course but uh yeah yeah just that's like the number one thing that came to my head immediately that's that's cut, fantastic. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> <laughs> well i like how you said you're, you're picking up you know as you do these different things you're you're learning and you're talking to these different chefs and different people and just kind of adding that you know prep to your your repertoire that's that's really really cool mm-hmm. so awesome well I, I did want to talk to you a little bit about, because like I said, I, I noticed, uh, I think, Stoichich, I think mm-hmm. Sweet Magnolias, if I'm right. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, who, uh, uh, fat, Fathead Honey, Hothead Honey? Fathead Honey. Fathead Honey, mm-hmm. thank you. So tell me about some of the, the local partners that you have and, and maybe what you use their ingredients for. Yes. Um, and that kind of thing. Yeah, walk me through that, because I love that local connection. Yes, so Fathead Honey, honey goes into our grazing tables, our boards, everything. Um, and they... They're friends, and I will say with a majority of, if not everyone, I met them on a friendly basis. It wasn't just a business thing, and that's what yeah. that's why I take a lot of pride in the Good Life Charcuterie because we want this to be not just a business but someone that is really like an avid component of the community, I should say. Yeah. Um, their honeycombs are phenomenal, and, again, I keep mentioning community. They, they're like, hey, why don't you add honeycomb to your breed? I'm like, oh. That's a genius idea. And then with Sweet Magnolias, the grazing tables, they have so many desserts. I mean, they are a staple in the Omaha community. That was one of the first places. I have a huge sweet tooth, um, which is crippling sometimes. (laughs) It really is. But I went in there and I was blown away. And I was like, how can I work with you guys? Yeah. And so I just started buying um, desserts from them and then putting on the table. And then finally I was like, do you guys mind if I put this on the table because I'm advertising for you guys like no sure go ahead whatever and then with Stoysage Meats they're a family owned business um, going into there they were just great I expected to go in there for 30 minutes just to introduce myself and I go in there for like two hours at a time and they're like try this meat have you put this on your tables or on your boards before and so um, it's it's really great and I can go to them for anything especially if I have a certain idea they can tell me hey I think that's a good idea or they'll be honest and be like hey I don't know about this particular thing you know maybe whatever but um 
yeah, it's just phenomenal to be able to work with these companies, and I'm hoping to work with more in the future. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And any other local purveyors that you that you contact with for cheeses or flowers or in yeah. anything at all? I like to go, well, it's really sad now. I used to go to the local farmer's market and just peruse and then um, just use those local products throughout the week. So the yeah. beauty in my boards, especially, no board was the same after the week but unfortunately the farmers market's done yeah and so um i think the winter is a good time to study more on that sure. and um i just love everything local i mean during this time with covid there were so many businesses that shut down and it was it it's it, it hurts it hurts and so i want to be able to support other businesses as they support me in this time that's fantastic yeah. that's fantastic so from Stoisch's show um you know i've been a longtime fan there as well mm-hmm. um you know of course there's the, the original Stoisch's on 24th and then you got frank's over on q so there's you know you got that but what yes. uh, what meats do you typically serve i mean obviously I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure a customer may be able to request something yes but uh yeah is there like a super popular item that's always there like kind of what what happens there salami is the number one <laughs> salami and pepperoni nice i I love capicola. It is a little spicy, but from Stoisage, uh, it's it's just like it changes the game. Nice. And then prosciutto, which is a fan favorite, of course. But those are the top four that I, if I'm like, Does, do you want something in mind? They're like, I want this, 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 and that. And so... Honestly, those are the top four that come to mind. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we will definitely circle back to more charcuterie. But yes. I have brought you here, Jasmine, so that you can tell me about places that you like to eat. And I want to start in the, the Omaha metro kind of local area. Um, you said you've, you've moved here. Now, mm-hmm. how long ago How long ago did you move here? How long have you been in Omaha? December. So, oh, please, yeah, wow. have grace with me um, because I was thinking of a list and I'm like, yeah. I know there's so many other ones, but I just love just talking to people and they're like, you should go this. So a lot of my preferences are from recommendations, actually. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Well, we'll start. We'll see. The cool part is because you haven't been here that long. That also means that you have been other places. <laughs> yes. And part of the fun about this show is that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, local recommendations that kind of pop up periodically because we've got some really sweet spots here in yeah, Omaha. But I'm also curious to see outside of Omaha. But we'll get there. Let's start with the <laughs> Omaha area. Tell me about, you know, places you've liked or, or and dishes that mm-hmm. you might recommend people order that type of thing. Yes. So I will say the very first place, as soon as I put my bags down, I went to 1912 in Benson Brewery. Oh, yeah. Um, it's um, my partner's uncle's restaurants. And so I, you know, I just went just to try something and I was pleasantly surprised. Their burgers are phenomenal. They have a, like a buffalo chicken sandwich, which is to die for. Nice. I'm a huge burger and like chicken sandwich person. Yeah. I think that's the Southern in me. <laughs> Anything fried or whatever I'm down for. Right. Um, and then a good burger is Dinker's. I love oh, yeah. a good hole in the wall place. Coming from Virginia Beach, I will say dive bars and like just being in that area where all the locals go, that's yeah. where all the good food is. So. so so now 1912, if I remember right, do they have the like upstairs mm-hmm. balcony area to eat? Have you dined up there yet? Because I, have. I haven't. I oh, have. you have? Yes. Tell me about it because I haven't been up there yet. Well, it's phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. And then they also do have a lot. What is that game called um, where you do bags? They have that oh, up yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really, it's really good energy up there too. Nice. Um I, there are menu changes too, so I will say don't get too attached to a, a food because <laughs> I am like heartbroken that they don't have my chicken sandwich anymore. Oh. 
Um, the fact that I just said my chicken sandwich is probably a problem. <laughs> but I, uh, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's okay. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, their upstairs is phenomenal. And I mean, it's just good energy. And if you're like, I recommend if you want to just go by yourself and you're like, I want to go out for lunch and just treat myself, that's the place yeah, to go to. That's awesome. You're going to meet some good people, have great conversation, have good food, have good drinks, and just be happy. Perfect. Yeah. And and with, with Dinkers, of course, I mean, they, uh, you know, Omaha Classic, mm-hmm. quite often in the top two, definitely top five, like, burger war things that yeah. people start talking. <laughs> uh, and I always find it unique when I go there because it's like the burgers are cooked in one area, then get your drinks in another area. And it's just got this kind of like old school funky vibe that, yeah. that kind of works well. So, you know, and they're I like it, though. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, I sure. love just being in weird situations and learning new things. So I, yeah. I remember like waiting in line and then I was like, wait, where do I get my drink? <laughs> yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah, it takes, but you know, I love it. it ha- they have really good burgers. I can see why they are neck and neck with other businesses. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend if you're like, I just want a really good burger and fries, go to Dinkers. For sure. Yes. And uh, I, I'm also a big fan of their onion rings. They're, oh, I haven't had those. They're great. They're oh they're gosh. really like lightly breaded. They're one of those like if you kind of – if you hit the onion ring a little too hard, some of the breading will fall off. Oh. They're just barely breaded. Totally Sold. awesome. Yeah, awesome. Sold. There I'm, you go. That's where I'm going right <laughs> after this. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> so, all right. So, so 1912, Dinkers. Where mm-hmm. else? And so I – I've been trying to be not a, just getting to know people, but Moolah's really good. Yeah, um, I'm a really, I'm really into the energy of places. Sometimes, sure. I think it's always disheartening if you go into a place and you've heard like this is the best food, and then the energy isn't that great. But Moolah is fantastic. Yeah, um, they have a great happy hour. I go for business meetings now. That's how often I go. <laughs> uh, that's excellent. Yeah, and I've tried all of their tacos. I. Coming from Virginia Beach, I love like the seafood tacos. Highly yeah. recommend that. Um, what else? Gosh, I've been exploring a lot of Midtown lately. Well, well Mula's <laughs> fun because I had walked past there the other day, and I, they were doing some awesome to-go mm-hmm. stuff during the pandemic and when it was really locked down. First of all, they had margaritas and pouches to go, which I was Game for. Game changer. Yeah, that was real nice. Yeah. So shout out to them. But the other thing I kind of liked is when I had walked by, if I remember correctly, they have kind of like – we'll say indoor outdoor seating mm-hmm. like they have kind of uh, uh tr- not transparent translucent whatever um blinds that they pull down so the bugs don't come in but you still kind of get some yes. outside air going on so it's like a patio but you're inside still that's cool it is and it, it like it reminds me of the beach i'm a very i love eating outside and every place on the ocean front is like that so i was like oh it's a little bit of home so yeah and their margaritas are really good they, i think i think they have a cucumber margarita Ooh. It's really good. Really refreshing. Awesome. Highly recommend. That's yes. cool. I have not had that. That's fantastic. Got to get on it. <laughs> Perfect. And <laughs> yes. so you said you've been traveling the Midtown areas. Mm-hmm. So so where else there? Night Owl is really good. Oh, um, yeah. I will say Night Owl, their cheeseburgers are really good up there with Dinkers. Yeah. Um, I, what a, gosh. Um, the Cavalier, they have this chop house under on the bottom. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, okay. Um, Really good. If you want to like wine and dine your partner or just go out with friends, yeah. they have a, a fantastic steak. Speaking of steak, 801 Chop House. Oh, yeah. That might be my favorite one. <laughs> it's so good. Um, granted, I get scallops there every time. If nice. you guys don't catch a trend, I love seafood. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just they give you an experience, too. I, I mean, I went for my birthday a couple days ago, and they just made you feel really special. Like, not just me, mm. but the entire group I was with. Yeah. And they're, they're they're very educated in all their stuff. If you have a question, they have a good answer for it. They have recommendations for everything. And so if you ever feel fancy, I would say 801 Chop House for sure. 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you said you said the scallops. Now, did you have you got the steak there too, or like the both. scallops both? both. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yes. all right. So ribeye, New York strip, sirloin. What's your what's your steak? Cut? I was feeling you, fancy. I got the wagyu. Oh um, yeah. My budget was. I was hurting a little bit a couple days after that, <laughs> but it was worth it. It was so good. Um, the boiler room is really good. Oh yeah. Um, now I'm going into the fancier places, but yeah, take us everywhere. I gosh, I'm like, oh, can we do that? Let's do that. I am a, clearly a foodie, um, but at 801 Chop House, I'm like still dreaming of it right now. Um, and they do their sides for like several people. It's not just a side for one person. So like the scallops, I have, or the potato scallop, or scallop, scallop potatoes. potatoes. You're just you're just focused on those yeah. scallops. I got you. I'm getting really excited, guys. <laughs> um, but that was really good. They have this like mushroom dish fantastic um i highly recommend going i want to go again (laughs) wonderful yes wonderful wonderful anywhere else in omaha before we travel to the the outsides of omaha um Akrant. I don't know if I'm oh it's it's in benson yes i live in the benson area so i love just going and just and their food was great it's you know Again, it's, it might be a little bit on the pricier side, but their drinks are phenomenal. And again, I'm going to keep mentioning the experience. They yeah. know everything. If you're like, I don't know what I want. And they're like, well, how do you feel? You know, what about this? What about that? And they also have a menu where if you don't know what you want, they can give go through several courses that you want. You can do like three courses to yeah. five courses. And so um, if you're visiting Omaha, I highly recommend that because you don't really have to think. You just sit down and... They give you all these options, and then food happens and there. Food happens. I Wonderful. mean, well, if you're shoot, if you're in the Benson area, you've got so many good spots yes. there. You've got Burrito Envy, Taco Company, yes. JoJo's Diners there. Yes. Uh, so many good spots. Yes. So I mean, that's that's food, and it's cool that you said Night Owl, because in Little Bohemia we had done a show on uh, Fizzy's Fountain and Liquors. Oh, have you been there yet? I have. Phenomenal. There, because they're owned by the same folks as Night Night Owl. And their burger, their double patty burger is so good. Yes. It's so good. I We were there and, and we were talking on the show and I, I coined this thing called the focus. <laughs> and that's where you look at your food because it's so good. And you're just like staring at it like, yes. And you can't yes. see anything around or behind. Just, <laughs> it's just the burger. Just the burger. I love that. But Fizzy's honorable mention is really great too. I, I mean, the vibe with the, they have like the little phones yeah. so you can call so cool. Whoever thought about that was a genius. It is a great place. That is fantastic. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's travel outside of Omaha mm-hmm. a little bit so that if people are traveling outside of our listening area, of course, and if you're listening to this on the podcast version, that's anywhere, but uh, outside of the Omaha Metro, send us to some places. Where should we go? Oh, God. What should we get? I am an East Coast girl and specifically Virginia Beach, Richmond, Virginia, D.C. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with Richmond. I Gosh, now I'm thinking about it. It's been a couple of years, so I'm trying to think of like some really good places. But yeah. if you go down Mount Main Street, the VCO, VCU area is, it's always bumping. Yeah. And Southern Hospitality asks someone, like, where should I go? They're going to recommend you to a couple places. Um, and then Virginia Beach, the Cavalier. Yeah. Uh, their rooftop, great drinks, great food. And you can over you can look over and see the ocean. Um, they're open all four seasons. In the winter time, they close a little bit earlier. Okay. Um, and then going to Shore Drive, there are, gosh, again, a lot of restaurants <laughs> there too. But um, yeah, I I'm trying to think. I'm like my that's such a loaded question. My brain's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so many so much good food for sure. And then um, 
Another place, Charleston, South Carolina, if you go downtown, fantastic energy. There's a lot of bars there, uh, good food, a lot of burger joints for some odd reason, which was perfect for me. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Well, cool. Well, I also wanted to talk to you about about some food memories. So Mm -hmm. kind of our, our thing here is our conversation starts with food and leads to heart and soul. And especially you being a foodie um, and uh, in, you know, having your own food related business. Um, I'm sure there's some good tie ins there. But so so Jasmine, tell me a little bit about some food memories in your past. Uh, I, I often bring up the same example all the time of my grandmother's cinnamon rolls. Um, you know, she would bake them. I play dominoes with my grandfather and I can still still taste those those cinnamon rolls. You know, right? That's just just a, you know, a calling back to to a different time, a different place. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm kind of curious for you. What are some of those you know, food memories, be it family food, food events, things that you still carry with you to this day that really mean something to yes, you? Yes, I love that question. I my family food is like the way we express love and mm. our emotions. And so I immediately think of the holidays, but especially Thanksgiving, everyone would go to my grandmother's house. Like my parents would literally pay my grandmother to cook all of her food because <laughs> after a while she's like, I'm getting older. I don't want to cook anymore. I've been doing this for like 40 years. I'm tired. Can someone cook for me? Mm-hmm. But we would go there and we would go at 8 a.m. Hang, I would hang out with my sisters, try all the food, and we would have like a breakfast meal, mm-hmm. eat until we fall asleep, play, wake up, play a little bit more, eat again for like lunch and then have our Thanksgiving dinner and but just having people come in that you haven't seen in a year or even years and I just remember seeing you know lots of like like happy memories like happy tears of being surprised my parents were in the military so I lived with my aunt and uncle for a long time but I remember everyone looked forward to them coming home yeah so it was just a lot of good memories and people reuniting and also just I, especially my mom, she loves, um, like, what is it called? Like a sweet potato casserole. And my grandmother would sure. make it one time a year. And that and, was it. Yes. One, that's it. Don't ask anymore. <laughs> that's all you're getting. <laughs> and everyone was just, there was just so much love in that. And we would eat it. And we looked forward to the sweet potato casserole because it reminds you of someone. And it, that was her token of love. And when I started doing charcuterie... Oh, hey, it's the middle of the episode, so a very short break here. Thank you seriously, like seriously. Thank you so much for listening and interacting with us on social, all those things. Check out FatterdayOmaha.com. And if you are so inclined, it'd be cool if you could leave us a nifty review on your podcast provider. So anyway, back to our episode here with Jasmine Dean and coming up, Gary Todd with Munchies 402. So uh, let's roll. We looked forward to the sweet potato casserole because it reminds you of someone. And it, that was her token of love. And when I started doing charcuterie, before I made it a full-time gig, yeah. I would do it for my friends. And it was like, I love you guys so much you know, here's a grazing table so you don't have to, you know, get a caterer or something. And it became this this thing. And so for me, when I think of memories of food, it's always love and giving and, you know, just community and togetherness and family. For sure. For yeah. sure. So what, so we had this, the sweet potatoes. Yes. What else was on that, that spread that you're like, man, I gotta have these. This or like, is, maybe you had like thirds and fourths yeah. of. <laughs> this is really weird. My grandmother makes the best bread, homemade bread. Oh, and delish. I would, in biscuits, I would eat it until I would get sick every year. And I would be like, okay, you're only going to have like five helpings of it, Jasmine. And then one <laughs> year is like four years. It's like, okay, you can't do it anymore. But, um, turkey and uh, cranberry sauce, but I just, particularly the biscuits. I don't know what she did. I'm sure she put copious amounts of butter, but it was just 
again, one of those things you only see, well, for that it was Christmas as well, but sure. I would look forward to it for a week. Like, I just want these biscuits. Um, I'm a bread person all day. I mean, yeah. bread is so good. <laughs> I, I know. Gluten is not my friend anymore now that I'm older, even though I force it to be. But <laughs> I, I just, and the ham also, but... Yeah, actually, the ham was really, it's really good, too. Um, but the bread and the ham, that was, like, a holiday staple that I just needed and I looked forward to. That's fantastic. Yeah. And with, okay, so on your biscuits, because are you are plain, butter, honey? Everything. Everything. It depends on what mood I'm in, though. But a good biscuit doesn't need anything. That's true. That's true, especially if they're hot and fresh. I, I mean, know, that's, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. But I will say, now that I... I probably have honey all over me now just from working. I always have honey around me. <laughs> but I put honey on everything, too. So, I mean, honey deserves its mention with biscuits, too. I, I would agree. I would agree. Yes. I actually had a very delicious biscuit for lunch from uh, Kitchen Table downtown. <gasps> I've heard of it. Uh, yeah. Their biscuits, uh, Dirty Birds uh, over and Switch, either mm-hmm. one. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's just something about their biscuits. They do a great biscuit sandwich. Or today they did a, it was a pork chili, oh and gosh. then with the came with the biscuit, and that was just the lunch meal. I was good. I was oh good. my gosh, so. that's right. I love heavy food. <laughs> I love yes. like good, especially in the weather today. Yep. I mean that's a necessity. Yeah, a little little. You did it right bread. today. Yeah, I think so. You I did think it so. Right. <laughs> it made the dreary day a little bit brighter and, yes. and better there. So yes. fantastic. Any any other memories, foods that you miss, important events in your life that uh, tie to food, or maybe even what made you think about getting in the charcuterie. For me, it, it, the fact that I'm even in charcuterie, because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, it's everything comes full circle. And I tried so many different things. And I remember my family family members were like, I feel like you should do something with food. And I was like, no one's going to like my food, whatever, you know, because I, <laughs> I loved experimenting. And sometimes it was a little too much. You're like, there's too many flavors going on, Jasmine. <laughs> so once I was able to scale back and I mean, charcuterie was there all along for years. I've been doing this for years for making boards and grazing tables so when I did it here I was I think a little bit more afraid to do it because I it's I'm new I'm new to Omaha I'm not doing it for friends I'm doing it for the general population right um but I will say again thank you to Omaha they accepted me with open arms and I mean even down to the criticism they say it with love sure I've been very blessed to not have much criticism everyone loves what I'm doing but um yeah I, I mean just being able to do charcuterie is a dream and I didn't realize if someone had told me three years ago I would be doing this as a full-time job I'd be like you're out of your mind I'm not going to be doing that but here I am happy and making new memories with it I think that's fantastic and what I like you said you 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 came here you weren't sure if you could Mm -hmm. do this full-time and to just have the like mental fortitude to go you know what I'm going for this and I'm gonna do this that's such a huge step and it sounds like it has paid off very, very yes. nicely for taking that that risk and putting your heart and soul into it and, and making things happen. So yes. that's fantastic. Well, cool. Um, so where is the best place to contact you to, you know, if mm-hmm. somebody wants to connect with you and get one of these boards set up? Like, of how course. does that happen? Um, the, our Instagram is The Good Life Charcuterie. Uh, and our website, which we're rebranding, is also the same, thegoodlifecharcuterie.com. Awesome. And that'll be up and running very soon. I'm super excited to see the final product. Or um, our email as well, thegoodlifecharcuterie at gmail.com. So it's all under The Good Life Charcuterie. But um, the power of social media, people, you can just send us a message and then we'll respond to you immediately. 
fantastic. So now, is this just the Jasmine Dean show? Like doing all everything it is (laughs) just you yes um i have a certain vision for it so i i do have people that help from time to time Uh um but at the moment it's just me i'm looking for that special person to elevate the experience that much more um because community and giving back is very huge for me and so um i just want someone else to have that vision as well since you're running the solo and you just started doing this have you ever had any situations where maybe like something didn't go quite right and you had to make a quick on the fly like decision change or oh or or fix it up? Are there any of those that like stick out? You're like, oh, man. Yes. Um, it was Mother's Day weekend. And we I keep saying we because I like had forced my partner, my boyfriend at the time to help begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to him. Um Mother's Day just just did not go as planned. We mm. had like almost a hundred deliveries to do within two days, so Whoa. it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, lots of tears, lots of meltdowns, but we made it through. Mm. And I was so out of it. I just kept delivering the wrong thing to the wrong place, and everyone was so forgiving. I mean, I'm pretty sure when I got to the doorstep and they saw my tears, they're like, "Okay, she doesn't need any more like pressure." She's had a bad day. Yeah, just two bad days actually. <laughs> um, I also grew a lot faster than expected. So there's yeah. been a lot of situations where I, I have to learn on the fly, especially with business and, you know, what are the legalities of this? And so right. um, it's fun, but there are some challenges. You just just give it to the universe and, you know, educate yourself, make sure you're doing everything right so, that, you know, you don't get in trouble. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, honestly, 80 to 90% of the things I've been doing has been learned on the fly since this is my first time doing it. Well, you know, your, my goodness, your your energy, your passion, your drive. Thank you. Uh, the, the smile on your face as you, as you talk about everything here. I mean, you're, you know, we, you're putting that heart and soul yes. into there. I, uh, you know, so cool that you reached out. So cool that you came to Omaha and and you see that the town loves you and you love the town and that you're partnering with these other local businesses. That's just that's just fantastic. Thank that's you super so much. Cool. I'm happy to be on here. Food makes my heart happy. I love food. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I can't I can't say anything more than that. That's perfect. <laughs> and where our conversation ends with Jasmine Dean, we start anew with Gary Todd of Munchies 402 here on Saturday Omaha's Food Recognize Food. Yeah, I guess that's a great segue because I kind of wanted to start this, you know, Saturday Omaha Food Recognize Food episode with Gary Todd of Munchies talking about Munchies, you got you guys are are relatively new. Uh, I was fortunate enough to to get my hands on one of your delicious burgers, and my my co-host on the Saturday Omaha show, Sam, uh, aka the Burger Boss, also got his hands on one, and he's like, "Dude, like this is good stuff, like happening here." So I was excited to try it. Open mic to you, Gary. Tell me about what's happening with Munchies. What's new? What's exciting? What's happening? All that stuff. Over to you. Uh, well, Munchies, uh, Munchies is kind of like a concept I came up with. Uh, it's been years in the making. I kind of wanted to do something uh, for the city of Omaha for the late night scene and uh, even Council Bluffs, because right now we're we're running out of a, a commissary kitchen in Council Bluffs, Iowa, uh, at the Pace at the Pace building. Um, it's the Hoff Family Center, and Pace uh, runs the building, and that's pretty much funded through. Um, the Iowa Chamber of Commerce, Omaha okay. Chamber of okay. Commerce. 
and like that. And it's pretty much a, a kitchen for just startup businesses. Uh, but like I was saying, it was uh, 10 years in the making of I've always wanted to do something like munchies, uh, just thinking about it, writing menu items down. And I originally started with just like um, different egg roll ideas, like different road type of egg rolls. And then um, just through my travels and stuff, just expanding and just like trying different foods, of course, and like, well, maybe this will be good. And let me put my own twist on this and that. But um, munchies, uh, we operate from uh, our typical hours uh, are 10 p.m to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Thursday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, we do 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Right now, we're going through a staffing shortage. It's kind of a one-man squad right now, mm. which is me. I'm running everything. Oh, man. So we have, to, we have to reduce the hours just uh, just till we find some help, and hopefully we'll, we'll get that help soon. We'll put a couple uh, fillers out there and flyers. But um, it's just a lot of great food at Munchies. The whole thing about Munchies was there's not a lot of late night options in the, in the city of Omaha, you know, after a certain time, the city kind of shuts down, right. You know, there, especially on the weekend, there's people there, there are people out there that are hungry, people going out, maybe even people working night shift jobs that, you know, they, they're tired of eating McDonald's, Burger King, uh, the usual. And sometimes those are even closed. So we wanted to catch, we want to get in that market and catch those people in. And then on top of that, you might order some food, um, somewhere and it's late and you'd be like ah it might be good it might not be good we really wanted the food to be like wow this is good and then we wanted to we wanted it to be a thing like the food is so good i'll stay up to get it you know or right. you know make make a plan right to get munchies so. that's awesome well you know your your menu is is just interesting so it's it's concise but like everything is interesting so uh the the first thing i had was the boss burger which was awesome, and then I also had one of your egg rolls. It was the the pizza one with the the marinara and stuff on the inside. The Mamma Mia, yes. yeah, the Mamma Mia. So yeah, so you've got this like combo. You get this like you know burger and egg roll, and and you nailed it in that. You know, a lot of times I think people have to settle for food late night. You know, and and yeah. you know we've got some good places that'll get you a burrito after hours. But um, my my other co host TJ, his work hours are are way the other way from an eight to five. So, you know, when he's looking for food, it's like, man, I got to have a burrito again, you know? And, yeah. and, and like, like you said, like, you know, Mickey D's, I mean, then that's not, not local. It's full of sodium, whatever. And you guys are putting on like primetime burgers for the late night audience is, is kind of what's yes. happening. That's awesome. So what, what a, you have a new burger that you just added to the menu, like last week or something like that. Right. Yes, uh, it's called the Munchinator. It's pretty much a, it's a pretzel bun uh, with mushrooms and caramelized onions and a beef gravy with a garlic aioli on the bun. And then we got white cheddar bacon on there. Um, it's, it's a really good burger. Like, uh, I, I've, it's one of my babies. Let's just say that. I really like it. You know, I really like the Boss Burger, but this is a close second. I mean, it, you 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 kind of had me at gravy and like the white cheddar on there combo. Like oh, yeah. that just sounds so good. And the pretzel bun to make sure it kind of holds up to all those ingredients, so it doesn't fall apart on you mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that. Well, so ha- having picked up, you know, from from Munchies, that that building is seems like kind of a newer newer thing in sort of downtown Council Bluffs. And you said it's kind of a place for startup, you know, startup kitchens. Um, 
Yeah. In Omaha, we have the uh, no more empty pots. I think a lot of places run out of there and things like that. So I I don't know a lot about your background. How did you get your start in food? Or you're just like I like burgers. I want to make them. Like what's what what caused you to proceed forth into the food world? Uh, I'm a big food guy. Obviously, I like to eat food. You know, um, I've always loved food. I've always loved cooking and um, just uh, my start in food. I would just, I would say just eating good food. And then, uh, going from there, I worked at a few restaurants. I worked at PF Chang's. I worked at a uh, Creighton university in the kitchen for a few years, yeah. but, um, I've always, I've don't have an extensive, extensive, uh, cooking background, but I've, you know, I've cooked at home all the time and stuff like that. So, sure. and I just know like, um, being in the business of like creating something, like food or, you know, a good service. I've always wanted to do that. Uh, I just could recall to my earliest memories of, uh, I moved to Omaha when I was five from Chicago, Illinois, and I would just okay. go back and, uh, my uncles there, they would run like a, a store off their, their porch where they would sell snow cones, oh, nice. um, 50 cent candy and stuff like that. And it was, it was a business that I admired. And that's always just been in the back of my mind. That's awesome. Well, you're, you're definitely delivering, uh, some happiness with some, I mean, burgers and awesome egg rolls and, and you know like i said everything on that menu is has has your own special touch on it so there's you know nothing on there is boring in any way shape or form so that's that's fantastic well cool well we'll circle back a little bit to to munchies kind of towards the the end here too but part of our food recognized food series is finding out where people in and around the restaurant industry like to eat so i i wanted to start you know locally so you know munchies is based in council bluffs just a hop skip and a jump right over the river and of course omaha is right here too so kind of around our our local metro where are places if i bump into you on the street i'm like gary where should i go and eat besides munchies of course where else should i go oh a, a big favorite of mine is spaghetti works i love spaghetti works i always go there um i really love early bird uh, early birds is a brunch spot here yeah that's really good um me and my fiance actually went to Ica uh earlier today uh the ramen place oh yeah yeah and uh that's that's pretty good ramen right there well so and i think those are those are all locally owned if i'm you correct. bet Oh yeah, absolutely. So with uh, with Spaghetti Works, so uh, my co-host Sam and I uh, have a have a long Spaghetti Works history, especially in in our younger days when we needed lots and and lots and lots of pasta. So what's what's your configuration? So mine, if I'm going to hit up Spaghetti Works, is probably standard spaghetti, original sauce, and then I like them to top it with like some provolone or mozz, and then just make sure it's nice and brown over the top. And I can I can probably hit you know it used to be probably like four bowls of that. It's probably like two or three now, but. Um, <laughs> so what's 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 your go-to at the at the spaghetti works well spaghetti works I always get the uh classic chicken parmesan uh dinner and it's you know um chicken parmesan the crust is perfect golden crispy you know chicken is juicy um and i always get that i get the salad uh to go salad and i always fill up on the salad and then take my food home oh, that's the go. key there fill up go. on the salad and take your food home and enjoy it later. That's my uh, tradition when I go to Spaghetti Works. That's fun, and it's it's always a fun place because the environment's kind of neat, you know. Because they got like you know trucks parked inside of the place, yeah. and and that's good. And they're uh, they're Spumoni, actually. Their dessert uh, ice cream is pretty good too. Well, that that's cool. So yeah. so let's see, early bird. Um, 
one of my favorite things there is the the French toast. They take the they take the glazed donut, cut it in half, batter it, and cook it up like French mm-hmm. toast. That's one of my favorites. What do you have a go to at, at early birds that you order? Uh, I usually get the traveler's omelet, and there was another omelet I got. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, it was actually like it wasn't an omelet; it was a skillet there. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember the name, but I know the traveler's omelet is something I get when I go there, and I think it's chorizo eggs. Uh, some mixed vegetables in there. That's awesome. Well, good deal. Yeah, I, uh, I let's see. I don't think I've had the omelets there. The other thing I really like too is they they have a, a bacon flight, so they give you like five different types of bacon, and that's an appetizer, which kind of just makes my day if I got a big plate of bacon. So that that works good. I haven't had that. That sounds amazing, though. It's cool, yeah, because they give you like a like a smoked one, and then like a pork belly, and then just all sorts of different stuff, and so it's it's a cool one to share. Well, that's neat. And so you said you went to you went to Ica today. Now mm-hmm. they've got a couple locations. So did you like go to the one in, in like Blackstone? Uh, I went to the one in Blackstone. Okay. That's my favorite location. Yeah, yeah. What's your what's I your? I think they have. Three. What's your ramen? Uh, your your ramen configuration? Uh, Fuego, Fuego ramen. Um, add bok choy and uh, add udon noodles. Nice. Nice. Oh, Tokyo fried chicken as an appetizer always. Oh, wow. I, I'm trying to remember if I had. Tell me about the Tokyo fried chicken. I'm not sure if I've had it. Uh, it's like a fried chicken. I, I believe it's thighs and uh, just I think it's tempura battered. And it has like, a, I, I believe, a Japanese mayo sauce and then like a sweet uh, soy sauce on it. It's it's really good. That's awesome. I and I, you know, I haven't been to Ika for a while. I haven't been to the Blackstone location. I, I did uh, take out from downtown kind of when the pandemic had everything like really really locked down and then um the first time we ate over in uh benson which is kind of a kind of a fun spot there too but they're they're always doing cool things and oh man one of the things i remember big time was they had a thing i don't know if they still have it called the hot rocks appetizer and they bring out stacked uh stones like actual rocks that they must have thrown in the oven or the salamander so they're like stupid hot and then they put raw beef on top so it is sizzling and like dripping down these rocks as it shows up at your table and it's like one of those things you're like what it's it's just you that know, sounds amazing i've never had that oh it's it's kind of fun so they're they're always doing fun things but i haven't had the the fuego ramen so is it like super spicy or like it's not it's not super spicy because i'm not a, a super spicy guy I, I build up my spice tolerance after a few years i can do spice but now i'm up there it's not overly spicy gotcha gotcha cool well and i want to give a shout out to cone flour as well that's really mm. good ice cream like i think i'm a well i know i'm a bit lactose and you know you eat some ice cream and you you feel it coming on a little bit i've had yeah. i had a cone flour and i didn't feel anything at all i was like this is great ice cream i see why the line is around the block like yeah yeah there are good things there for sure, and, and you know it, they do a pretty good job of making it through that line. And I actually kind of like their deal, where like if you want three scoops, they're kind of smaller. So like mm. if you want to get three flavors, you can. Um, so that's that's cool. Well, yeah, and I'd ask you what your favorite flavor is, but it rotates so much. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm a typically a cookies and cream guy. Mm. Yes, yeah, I yes, love cookies and cream. I I do as well. I do as well. Okay, so in your cookies and cream. Are, are you more like you want it crumbled up or do you want like to find a half a cookie in your ice cream when you're eating? What's what's your, your preference there? Uh, I really t- I'll take it anyway. Either <laughs> way. Like, you know, I like the consistent, you know, where it's smooth and you get the little chunks in there. But then if I bite into it and I get a, 
piece of cookie, I'm fine with that. That's fantastic. Well, that's that's four good spots there. Well, great. Well, where where else around in either Omaha Metro or if you want to expand it out, you know, if you I don't know how often you get it back, you know, to visit Chicago, just anywhere, United States, the world, where else uh, are some spots that uh, maybe you kind of dig that you might recommend to people are traveling? I've lived in Rochester, New York, and I uh, lived in Miami for this, and I'm from Chicago. I go back and visit. Um, in Chicago, there's a a few pizza chains like Home Run In, Giordano's. Uh, that's another pizza place that's good. But in Miami, um, there's a place called uh, 42 Tap. Uh, they have bottomless mimosas. When I was there, I love to go there. They had this really good um, breakfast. It's a brunch item. It's called the Chicago Style Steak and Eggs. Ooh. It's pretty Ooh. much a hash brown with a filet mignon and then two eggs on it. And what? oh, on top of the hash brown, it's uh, creamed spinach. And then the wow. steak, and then the wow. two eggs. It amazing, I'm telling you. And then, um, wow, a brunch place in Fort Lauderdale that I really love is called Foxy Brown. Really good. They they got these grits called the Nitty Gritty. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's grits, cheese, bacon, green onions. It's cheddar, cheddar jalapeno grits, Ooh. bacon, green onions, and cheese. Amazing. That sounds and so. Nice. Like, um, I guess. Uh, Ruth Chris is another favorite of mine. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, that sizzling, the sizzling steak as it arrives at sizzling, the table. Yeah, sizzling steaks. I love it. Well, man, if you if you need to try it, it's not, not a garbage plate, but at uh, Fizzy's over there in Little Bohemia uh, off of 10th, um, they, uh, or actually 13th, sorry, um, they have uh, gravy fries. They're sausage and gravy fries, and it sounds a lot like kind of that garbage plate where it's just like fries and gravy and eggs, and like everything's just kind of like stacked up and huge and, yeah. and tasty. Oh, that's awesome! Well, I'll, I'll try that. That sounds like that made sense. The garbage plate is not appealing, and I'm not one of those people that you know. Some people don't like when their food touches, whether all their food food is combined. But I'm not one of those people, and I still couldn't, you know, get down with that. But that uh sausage and gravy and egg that sounds good it's it's real good because i mean if you just think of it like sausage and gravy and eggs on hash browns except they use fries that's kind of what it is but it's like i mean it's stacked it's huge so that's that's what place is that again that's fizzy's fountain and liquors in in little bohemia and uh they're they're open a little later not as late as you guys i i but uh they uh they're they're really good and they make a good good cheeseburger as well one of my one of my favorites so I've actually someone um, I work in a kitchen council with at the pay center building. They just told me that Fizzy's makes really good uh, burgers. Shout out to Chef Dan. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, oh, that's oh, fantastic. Well, cool. Any other restaurants anywhere that we missed on your list? I would just say um, Prime One Twelve in Miami. The steak wasn't so good. Uh, I had a hundred dollar steak there, but the braised. <laughs> Short beef ribs there were amazing. My fiance got it. She let me try some. It comes on a bed of mashed potatoes with collard greens and gravy. Amazing. That sounds good. I I could do that. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about too are are, are some food memories. So, uh, from from you, Gary, you know, what are some of those you know food memories, family, friends, events, kind of things that that still carry with you to this day, or things maybe you wish like you could have again that you can't have that type of thing. Calling back to what I said earlier about uh, my uncles in Chicago running um, the stand that they had where they sold snow cones, candy, uh, walking tacos and stuff like that. Um, Just, you know, coming home, 
my mom was she would be cooking food and stuff like that. So, you know, just that familiar smell or just like the family getting together for dinner. You know, um, I I have a pretty big family. It's uh, five of us. I remember when I was a kid and I like I smelled some of this food and I know how to make it now, but I still can't make it like she makes it. Maybe it's on my my mind or it's just just can't make it like she makes it because it's a memory. Yep, it's that it's that mom's love or grandma's love or you know family love that just gets gets put in there and that's that's for sure. Is there like a special dish or two that you know maybe you know how to make or you just always look forward to if if you can have it again that type of thing? I would say my mom's spaghetti. It's funny, sound like Eminem or something. <laughs> mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, mom's spaghetti and her macaroni and cheese is really good. Ooh, now all right. So baked mac and cheese, like saucy stovetop mac and cheese. What's in the mac uh, and baked. cheese? Baked. All right. Baked. It's just so cheese. Uh, crumb topping, or like what's uh what is what is the consistency of the mac and cheese? It's no crumb topping. It's just all cheese. It's kind of blocky. You know, you pull it out, baked mac and cheese, and just you oh, know, sure. you could actually like slice it if you wanted to. You could slice it. Yeah. Okay. Got you, got you. Well, cool. Well, anything else going on with with yourself, with munchies? Oh, well, with munchies, we're always looking to take things to the next level. So we're always trying to test and see what we can do. Just say, just be on the lookout for new menu items coming. Um, We have the caramel apple pie egg roll, Mm. which is an apple pie filling. And an egg roll uh, sprinkled with cinnamon sugar, and then you dip it in caramel. Uh, That's really amazing, too. And I'll just say uh, for news on Munchies and anything else we have going, just follow our Instagram page, Munchies402, um, at Munchies402, and then our, our Facebook page, uh, Munchies402. Gary Todd, I thank you so much for your time. I thank you for making me a delicious burger when I went. That Boss Burger sounds good. And that Munchinator, dude, that that sounds absolutely delicious. I don't see how you can go wrong with that at all. But I, I really appreciate the opportunity and everything. But thank you. Dave Zorgo here with the quick wrap-up. Thank you so much to Jasmine Dean of Good Life Charcuterie and Gary Todd of Munchies 402. Check their recommendations out on FatterdayOmaha.com. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.